Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Rock Your Life. I am so happy you're here. Thank you so much. This is a weekly show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear, getting better, and transforming your life into something more amazing than you ever dreamed. My name's Amy Edwards. I'm your host. I'm also a musician, an author, a radio host on Austin 360 Radio, podcaster, DJ, mom, and transformation and accountability coach. I'm super into rocking life and transforming life. I took up rock and roll music, guitar and singing, seven years ago, roughly, around the age of 40. And I've written, recorded, and released music, and that's pushed me to learn a lot about overcoming fear and getting stronger and caring less about what people think. And of course, setting goals and building habits and just embracing what it means to be vulnerable and follow a path when you may not even understand it. I walk the walk of what I talk about on these shows and I push myself outside my comfort zone on the reg, and it does get easier the more we do it. And that's part of why we're here. We're working on stepping more into the spotlight in your life, overcoming obstacles and fear, and building better moments and daily life that add up to reaching our dreams and goals. So we have practical advice here for achieving goals, habit building, and for branding, and just for becoming better in every way possible, because I want us to all get better together. The show is an hour long, and it's divided into four segments with a focus each week. This week, our focus is action. First, I talk about the week's topic and what I've learned. Next, I do an interview, and today we're talking to Martha Pinkoffs, co-founder of Waking Giants, which is an amazing subscription-based service that provides activism boxes. And you can find out more about that too on Instagram at For the Good Fight. Third is our affirmation segment called Go Aff Yourself with our affirmation maven and founder of stickwithit.co, Jill Faulkner. We choose a different affirmation to work on every week. And fourth, BYOB, build your own brand, brain, and biz with Bijou Finney. She is a certified brand consultant and we discuss how the week's subject relates to, yes, you guessed it, your brain, your brand, and your biz. And this week we have a PDF that that is free for download at amyedwards.com slash downloads. And I always mention this, when we do the work to grow and transform, it can be difficult, but that's part of what life is. And when we show up and show the universe that we are here and ready to learn, we will get shown what we need to learn. And that can be hard, but it is so worth it. We just become shinier stars the more we keep at it. Okay, so let's get to it this week and let's rock some action. I thought about action so many different ways this week prepping for this. My notes were all over the place. Do I talk about daily action? How do I approach this? Jill and I talked about inaction and surrender and signs. Wondered about that. Bijou and I talked about values. Martha is an activist and has so many beautiful thoughts on action. And so I was like, oh, I'll just default and I'll talk about my activism. But... (laughs) But then I was like, is that the easy way out for me? I I just wasn't sure where to begin, even in writing for this episode. So what did I do? I didn't do anything. Or, I mean, I took actions, but it was all actions that didn't matter. I did laundry. I did my daily routines, did my work. This morning, I cleaned out dog toys. (laughs) 
Basically, I did actions that were all procrastination actions. Procrastinate actions. And I don't know if that's a word, but I think it should be because it's definitely a thing and definitely an MO in my life. <laughs> I love to wait till the last minute. I always have. I've done term papers the night before. I used to clean my entire dorm room before I would do anything. That's not real action. One time I had a huge philosophy project due in college, and I should have spent weeks doing it, and literally I wrote a three-page poem the day before it was due. I think I got a good grade, but still, I put off actions. That's what I'm talking about. And why? (laughs) If I step back and look, oftentimes it's because I don't feel like I know where to begin, and things feel too big sometimes, and I'm not sure enough what I should even be doing. Like with this today, I could not get a clear line of thinking going. So instead of sitting down and trying and just starting anywhere, I took some vague notes and waited for a miracle. (laughs) But I always end up having to do the work and take the action anyway. I know it's looming. I think this is just a form of resistance and resisting. I talk a lot about, I've mentioned him so many times, those books by Stephen Pressfield. There's Turning Pro that I've been mentioning lately, but there's also the one he wrote first, which is The War of Art. And there's another one he has too that's called Do the Work. They're really, really easy reads. I'd encourage you to read them. And his message is the same throughout. He says, do what must be done, the important stuff, before what's urgent. Urgent is the bills, the emails, all that kind of stuff, the busy work. The BS little stuff. That's the urgent, quote unquote, urgent. And the funny part is, it's not really urgent. (sighs) I'm also rereading the four hour work week. I don't even think I've ever really read it because Tim Ferriss is all about action and not wasting time. He's about efficiency. So I'm clearly in need of this too, of finding the places where I need to sit and do the work rather than the busy work and the emails and all that kind of stuff. The work is the stuff that matters, it's the important. Not answering an email, not social media, it's not really important, but rather it's the writing, the recording, the creating, the work of what I have to say, the improving, the self-work. Those are where the actions that matter reside. And I do get it done, yes, but there's a stress involved and it's always hanging over my head. It really is. So I guess I'm asking, what is hanging over your head? What, what, where is there trouble? Where is there something lingering around? Whether it's the self-work, like meditation and exercise, things like that, or whether it's the work on your brand, maybe your website, creating new materials, work on your relationships, maybe, spending time there. What are the actions that are really important? Which brings me to a note that I wrote down, one of those notes, (laughs) after recording our BYOB segment with Bijou this week. She was bringing up the actions we take and asking if they align with our values, So we created a PDF for you to download that you can write down your values and your actions. It's very simple. And just think about this today. Martha brought this up too in our interview. She said that Brene Brown recommends having two core values and living by those. Martha's are justice and joy. And I haven't figured out my two yet, but I will say this. And this is what I truly learned this week. I think it's my big takeaway. It's that I want my actions to line up with not necessarily my values. Yes, my values but I want them to line up with my value. Too many times I'm not lining those up. Or maybe rather they are lining up (laughs) and not in a good way. Like how much do I value myself? Enough to choose the harder thing, the harder action. Enough to choose the right action. Enough to do the work in a hard way, whether it's activism, meditation, self-work, those actions. 
Or do I value myself so little that I choose the action I know doesn't serve me in the long run? What are the actions I'm doing showing me about my value? Am I eating pasta or am I working out? Do cocaine or sleep eight hours? Gossip or discuss ideas and push conversations to be better? Meditating or scrolling? Listening to my kids or thinking about whether some guy texted me back or not? (laughs) That was where I got this week. So it was a new moon this week as well. And that's a time for new intentions and setting up our manifestation energy. So my new intention was for my actions to reflect how much I value myself. I do this because I value myself that much. How much I value this gift of life. We're all individuated parts of one. And we're all put in these packages called bodies. And we got dealt the hand we got dealt. So what actions am I taking to honor that, to make the very most of it in this world? To help others maybe that are in different packages that are maybe devalued in this world and really seeing that. Anyway, I've done so many things that don't honor that and I've done so many actions that value me less. My intention's there and I know, I know I'm not going to be perfect at this. I know. But beating myself up when I'm not perfect is not on that list. It's not on the list of things that show me how much I value myself. It's not. What is on the list? Forgiving myself, doing better next time, being kind to myself, being kind to others, focusing on love. Those are on the list. Sitting down and doing the work, sitting down and doing the creation because I believe in it, because I want to connect with people. Those are on the list. (laughs) So I encourage you to think about your why and your intention this week or intentions. We can honor our value and our light and that of others through the actions that we take. So let's get to today's episode. Very excited to share this interview with Martha Pinkoffs. Martha is the co-founder of Waking Giants. You can find them at wakinggiants.me. And they're all about connecting people to the issues of today and providing resources to move them to action. She provides these activism subscription boxes that are so beautiful. I can't, you could send someone one as a gift. I absolutely love and cherish the ones that I have gotten. And we talk about realignment. We talk about getting in line with your mission statement and how she gets in line with hers, especially during the pandemic. How she was spurred into action initially, I touched on earlier, those two core values that she works toward. And we talk about action and reaction. And it's just a fantastic interview. And she has such simple tips to start anywhere and figure out what's calling to your heart. So anyway, definitely look them up at wakinggiants.me or on Instagram at For the Good Fight. Today on Go After Yourself, Jill called action her nemesis when I texted her that that was the subject this week. So we talk about that and then we talk about guidance in actions and the disconnect we have with surrender and action. And it was very interesting and it led to a real-time affirmation that I freaking love this week. And it is, I trust that I am guided to the next right action. And Jill talks too about some signs that she asked the universe for and it's really beautiful. I hope you enjoy it. On BYOB today, Bijou has some solid business advice about simplifying the actions that we need to take in our businesses and our brands. And we also talk about aligning your brand values and the actions that you take. So this PDF, you can use it personally or you can use it for your business. I would encourage you to use it for both because everybody has trouble with these things. But she says, 
Everybody has trouble, but the ones who succeed are the ones who get past it. (laughs) Yes, the ones who get past their trouble and take action. So we also touch on what we're reading right now and have a few good recommendations there too on the bookshelf. All right, let's get to it then. It's time for the interview with Martha Pinkoffs of Waking Giants. All right. Hi. Hi. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for saying yes to do this and talk about action. Well, thank you so much for asking me. I'm just excited. Me too. Me too. And, um, and you know, it's a weird time for action too, because everybody's like, what can I even do? And I enjoyed looking through your website because first of all, your website's absolutely gorgeous and everybody should go look at it at wakinggiants.me. And um, I, I, I was just impressed because you have a lot of stuff already up that's about our times that we're living in. Like you're, you're already moving forward with it. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that that's part of what Waking Giants has always sort of represented is this need for a realignment. And what the coronavirus has done is accelerate um, our collective awareness about it. Big time. Um, And so, yeah, and and I work with a really talented group of people that was able to just like on the fly pop up all this programming and say, you know, how can we show up and support the community in this time? And what is, what, what purpose are we supposed to serve right now? Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, that's really, that's really cool. So, um, I mean, you know, it's, it's typical of you. You're about action. You took action. You know, you did, you like got got it together and, um, went ahead and like got, got things like moving. And it's really impressive because so many, you know, it's easy to get stymied in a time like this. So, um, in your mission statement, you say it is to connect people more deeply to the issues of today and provide resources to move them to action. So, I mean, that's your whole that's your whole jam. Our whole reason for being. <laughs> yes. So let's and, talk about it. Let's, yeah. I want to know, like, when was the first time you started taking action, like, and embracing activism? Golly, that's such a good question that I probably should have spent more time thinking about. <laughs> it's okay. We can come back to it. Don't worry about it. If it strikes well, you later, don't, you know, no big yeah. deal. But, but I was just I, curious if anything leapt to mind that, like, really, like, kind of kickstarted you. Or- being part of the queer community. Um, like we had to fight to get married and, you know, fight for, um, for equal representation and, you know, being in that position, um, both gave me empathy for the struggle that other people go through on a daily basis. Um, and also the, the powerful feeling that, you know, when we all show up together and we all do move the collective needle together, it, things happen. Things do happen. I'm glad you said that because it's really uh, easy to, you know, get daunted by just the bigness of taking action. What do you tell people? You know, I, I say like right now is such a hard time for it, right? Because the action, the, I had a conversation with a priest about this during the, during the COVID, um, but he was like, you know, the saints and the martyrs, their job is to move toward the fire. And in this case, our job is actually not to move towards anything. Our, our job is to stay in place. And so what I'm seeing right now is 
in many ways, like the biggest act of love of community that I've ever witnessed. And that's just happening in people staying home. Yeah. Um, the responsibility of like caring about other people. So you stay home just in case, right? Right. Right. And so that's been a really sort of beautiful thing to witness. Um, and the other thing is that like, you don't have to, you don't have to change the whole entire world, right? Like pick out something that you care about and maybe send a postcard about it, but just start um, and start with reasonable expectations for yourself because you also have to, if you're going to sustain your activism, um, it has to actually fit in your life and it has to fit in, you know, in the parts of you that have bills to pay or kids to take care of or loved ones that need rides everywhere, whatever it is that your life looks like. You, if, if you are interested in, um, moving justice forward in whatever shape that takes, um, just start somewhere and you don't have to like lead the charge. Yeah, you don't. Just doing anything matters, right? I mean, I, I know that from my own activism work and um, and I, you know, have to give myself time to um, give myself self-care and give myself time to not do it. You know, do you find yourself giving yourself those breaks or? I, you- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have to reboot. Because mm-hmm. you seem and- like you don't. <laughs> So it's kind of nice to hear that you do. I do. I have to. Um, and I, cause I have to, so I, Brene Brown coaches that we should have two core values in life. And there are these big lists, this big list. And so I labored over this. It was so hard for me to figure mine out. Um, but they're ju- it's justice and joy. And so my job for myself is to keep those two things in balance. And, and I actually do find collective action to be a really joyful experience. I do too. Um, but I also have to like nurture the other parts and not get totally um, swept in. Yeah. I mean, I know that when I had your immigration box, I think it was like, yeah. it was really helpful to me because that in particular, I, I just feel like I wouldn't even know where to begin. Yeah. And, you know, you're at least simplifying it for, for people. Um, let's talk real quickly about action versus reaction. Mm. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Lay I mean, on me. <laughs> Let's hear it. I think action is slower, right? It, action allows for the space to make change and recognizes that that takes time and that takes building. Um, reaction, even when I find myself being reactive, it is usually just like, I am, I'm not thinking through anything. I'm not feeling through anything. I'm reacting in like my lizard brain. Yeah. Um, It's kind of negative kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. It does. It's not, um, it's not rooted in anything Mm -hmm. in, in my experience of it, (laughs) both in my body and when I've been on the receiving end of it. Yeah, for sure. Me too. I know exactly what you mean. Um, how do you, how do you stay like, is it those times of joy that keep you motivated when, um, maybe do you have times when you don't feel like taking action? Yeah, I have times when it's really actually, um, when things are, feel really bleak. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of times, right? Things yeah, exactly. really bleak. 
and this this time of being separate from everybody, I am an extrovert. I love being like in in community with people, like in physical community with people, in three dimensional community with people. Yeah. Um, and and I'm overwhelmed, to be honest, by just the sheer volume of what's being exposed by the virus, right? Like we've got, you know, the reality of not having a healthcare system and what that means for who we deem essential. Um, but an essential grocery store worker probably doesn't have healthcare. So if that essential grocery store worker who's making $10 an hour gets sick, the burden that that puts on that family is unconscionable. Um, especially, and it, and it especially lands on communities of color more than it does, um, those of us that sit in privilege and can work from home, right? Like that's, there's a huge amount of privilege in that. Um, so like the sheer volume of what we know has been true or what I, what I have known to be true, um, being exposed, it feels overwhelming sometimes. Um, and then also laying on top of that, that the best thing we can do is actually stay home yeah, and, and not go out and be in community with folks that, that has been, um, that's been a time where I've had to really just kind of pull back a little bit Yeah, and thank goodness I'm surrounded by other people because they carry it too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I think that's one of the big things too about action is that, um, you do it with other people, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe that's a cool takeaway too, from this talk with you is that it, it, we don't have to be alone in it. And I think that, um, I don't know, sometimes it can feel very self-focused, you know, Mm -hmm. if we, if we let it and instead it's about community and, um, and leaning on other people in those times when we need to. Right. And, and also there are so many strong leaders, um, out there doing great work. So also like, just if I don't know something that I wanted, that I want to engage on, if I don't know the subject matter or anything, I will just find voices to be led by. And sometimes educating myself is the action that I take because slowing down and reading a book like, um, Oh, and we just had a book club with Peniel Joseph. I who saw wrote that. in the Shield, which is a, a, a look at the revolutionary lives of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr. And, and just nourishing my understanding of everybody who has come before and led before and um, all that they have sacrificed, but also like the trails that they've blazed. We, ha- we stand on people's shoulders. This is not like, we're not lone rangers out here, which is great. <laughs> Because then when you do have to drop off, you can, and you can come back. That's right. It's so true. I love that. I like that the action can just be educating yourself on that because that's not intimidating. That's a wonderful, that's a joyful too. You know? it, is, it is joyful. And, you know, when I started reading, especially about, um, about race in, the, in America, I realized, and I cannot believe that it took me into my adult life to, to have the knowing um, that what we were taught in school about this American exceptionalism and, and the American dream and all of this is so far from true in our experience or in the experience that we've given people. Um, 
giving yourself the education of, of what other communities have been through is critical. It really is. And it's, um, I don't know, we get in a bubble, you know, it's, it's real easy, especially if we're staying home and just watching Netflix or whatever we're doing, you know, to neglect, uh, that side of things. I'm, I'm the same way. Um, we just have to make ourselves do it because no one's going to do it for us. Well, and all of it just shows us how, how interconnected everything is. Mm -hmm. Do you have, um, anything you do daily, like, like rituals or just habits, routines that you do that keep you motivated and keep you in action? I do. So I meditate um, in the morning, almost every single morning. How long Although do you meditate for? I usually am like a 20 minute yeah. person. That's great. Um, and then since the virus started, I have not like, it's been, I, I have started doing these drawings. Wow. Yeah. But I do a drawing every night to kind of wind down. And it's become a ritual that has really been grounding. So I do, I try to, you know, take notes on my day and then transition my thought patterns by just drawing and processing. What do you think that does for you? I think it helps me organize my brain, to be honest. It's like one of the things we have, um, my wife and I have two kids and Mm -hmm. our mother-in-law, my mother-in-law is living with us right now. So there's not a ton of space. Um, and it, there's like a constant, you get on this Zoom call, how, <laughs> what, what do you need to eat? Like air traffic control happening. I'm impressed uh, with how quiet it is in the background then. That's well, amazing. They've <laughs> <laughs> been warned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't have a lot of time to integrate my thoughts during the day. And normally, um, like I have plenty of time for that. And yeah. so I think it's just integration. And it, it's so satisfying. That's really cool. You know what? I love draw. I like drawing triangles and like I've drawn things that like that, that are kind of integrate, um, intricate. And I agree. It is satisfying, oddly satisfying. Um, all right. Well, we are almost out of time. Is there anything that you'd like to add before we go or any thoughts that you had that you want to touch on before we go? Yeah, I think, you know, just do something like you're the trouble in your heart is showing you where your work is and where you line up. So if it's, you know, if you're moved by gun violence, then there are groups that are devoted to, um, to changing our relationship with guns and, and they would welcome you. Or if you want to move the way that sexual assault is treated in this country, there's so many groups devoted to that. So find your people. Yeah. Um, listen to your heart and listen to your pain and then go find your people and start, put your toe in the water. Yeah. Doing something feels infinitely better um, than feeling terrible about a thing and just letting that sit. Yeah. I 100% agree. And um, you're doing so much to help that by just putting out your boxes and make trying to make it easier for people to understand, to educate them and to take so even small actions, because you always have postcards in those boxes, yeah. don't you? Yeah, our, our MO in the box is to have something that fits. Like, if you have five minutes, if you have five hours, like, we want to be able to give you somewhere to, to fit on the range. That's awesome. And everybody and can always, be, I'm sorry? Yeah, and always some historical context just to yeah. give place. Yes. Well, it's so beautiful. And I just want to thank you so much for sitting down for a few minutes and talking about action with me. Everybody can find you at wakinggiants.me and on Instagram is 
fight the good fight or for the good fight for the good fight, for the good fight. yes at for the good fight and i'll put links up to everything too so thank you Give so me much the best. thank you start go af yourself um yes indeed yeah so we have moved from routine and now we are in action and Mm. you called it your nemesis yeah i have this weird (laughs) uh lack of relationship with action or um i it i don't know if it's stemming from my faith or my trust is the right sort of concept to utilize. But, you know, in all that I've kind of read or learned about as far as like manifesting our lives and working with the universe on things is surrender, right? Which looks like inaction. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, we have to want the thing and then let it go and not be attached to it. And, and then take an action and then don't attach to that action. But I get really hard up on like, well, what is the action I'm supposed to take? So yeah. I don't always know what. Yeah, because it can feel like you're pushing is. it. Absolutely. For so what action, you want. Yes. Um, so action, I probably associate with force in some way. And I don't ever want to force anything because the way that I believe or from my understanding is if something feels really forced, then it's not rightly aligned. Um, right. So then, so then I just do nothing. Right. And so I know that that's not the best way either. And it feels odd, um, to not take action, especially when we live in a society that is putting people's worth and the things that they accomplish and the things that they do which requires action, but also sitting and taking a break, you know, just taking a break and existing is also, action, I would argue, or maybe I'm just saying that to make myself feel better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, action I mean, always, like not over the top for me, but something that has to be very, it's not so subtle. When I think in this conversation, talking about taking action, like it's got to be like a bang up, like, you know, I'm taking action kind of thing. But I think yeah, find subtle actions that ultimately create long term change. I've struggled exactly though with what you're saying. Like, where do you surrender Hmm. and where do you like take action, you know? And then when do you find the line when it's like you're meeting resistance? Right. Yeah. Or, or are we meeting resistance because we're being challenged and are we being challenged to overcome it, to push through it, to realize this is not working right? Like, why am I being challenged? And then even as I start to say all those things, I realize I'm not breathing through, um, through that, that, that talking and that, you know, I don't want that right. Where I'm not breathing through the things and what it takes me to is realizing I'm in my head more than I'm in Mm -hmm. my body or in my heart about approaching these things, right. These challenges or whatever, we often approach them with our heads and there's so many thoughts and other people's thoughts and our, our minds just really do can really do some damage, I think. Well, oh, totally. Um, and I, I was just thinking about, you know, giving yourself the space to slow that down and the, 
taking the like action, I guess, of meditation and, mm-hmm. um, and then how that can, can slow all that down. And then perhaps we are able to see those resistant spaces more clearly, maybe. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still reading that untamed book by um, Glennon Doyle. You're Have like you read the it? thousandth person to tell me about this book, or I've seen it a yeah. lot on social. Uh, yeah. It's... And I was having a brief conversation with a friend who was reading it the other night. Um, and it sounds interesting. It's so good. There's so much wisdom packed into it. And um, and it's pretty fascinating. But she talks about the knowing. And I talked about this uh, maybe last week on the show. And um, anyway, she just she just talks about like, slowing down and sitting and listen, you know, listening to her inner self and silencing all those other voices that are going on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that, uh, you know, part of action is doing that. I mean, Michael Singer does it too, you know, like in his surrender experiment, he takes a lot of action. That's for sure. Mm. And uh, one example that I think of in particular is when he uh, needed a loan for a business that he was starting and he could, he was, he couldn't seem to get a loan. He went to like seven different banks or 15 banks, whatever it was. And finally he was like, okay, I'm clearly not supposed to get this loan. I'm not supposed, you know, he was like, I'm, I'm taking the action. I'm going to go to one more bank. That's it. And then I'll, I'll, I, I got it. And he went to one more bank and guess what? He got the loan, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so like there's all these, these ways to view it. Like, Cause I'm an action taker for sure. And, um, but I worry too about sometimes am I pushing in the wrong direction? Like the pushing, the force, that right. thing that you were talking about. Or this, cause ex- I don't want to, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Or the expectation. No. So, um, it's like, or creating the, the expectation of an immediate result from said action. So I think yeah. that that also is where I probably, don't take action is because maybe I, in my past I have, and the results didn't come in the time that I wanted them to thought they were going to whatever it was. And so then I gave up. What'd you give up on? Probably like taking care of myself or working out or, I mean, I guess I've worked out my whole life um, and was an athlete growing up. Um, I guess I, I don't know if I'd still consider myself an athlete, but uh, um you know, like losing weight, right? Like being on a diet, you start it and you expect immediate results. And when it doesn't happen, you're, you're back to the comfort food because that expectation is very easily, quickly and knowingly met. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's interesting. Those are the examples of actions that you brought up because those are like more long-term sustained actions and mm-hmm. rather than like, oh, getting a loan for my business, you know, right, or right. Um, or something like that. And I know you're going back to the, you were going to go back to the gym this week. Are yeah. you going back? Yeah. Did you, already, go. did you already go? No, not yet. Huh. Well, um, that's interesting to think about because when I thought about action, I, I thought about it in several different ways, of course, but I didn't, I didn't think about it like this, you know, 
And um, how did you think of it? You're, uh, I thought about it in terms of like n- not only activism for Martha, our interview mm-hmm. today, as she's a uh, big into activism, and um, and I guess I just thought about about it more what you were saying, but in regard to like um, the actions I take to further my business or mm-hmm. to perhaps. Um, you know, spend money on an ad on Amazon for my book or things like that, that I get nervous about, like maybe mine are more, um, what related to money, money, what? I think. And, Is that why you, you know, get that, nervous that's about been a, them? Probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I, I think about action too, it's like, okay, should I, should I look for another job if I'm not satisfied in my career? And now is, you know, one day we won't talk about how weird of a time this is or whatever it is that's happening in yeah. our world right now. Um, yeah. But, you know, I have a job and there's not a likelihood I will get fired anytime soon. But if I'm not satisfied, you know, in my job, you know, but I haven't even taken the action to look to see what's out there because I think it's too scary. So fear yeah. is a huge um, uh, stop sign for action for me. Cause you just, yeah. especially and if you, it's a new action and if you want change, it requires new actions that you have no idea what the outcome will be. Yep. There's this unknown. Uh, th- th- that's a big, th- there, there's a whole theme we've got going on here, which is fear and trust and the unknown big time. And, and thinking about, you know, this this un- uncertainty and unknown and thinking about perhaps I'm feeling I'm feeling an affirmation bubbling up Jill yeah I'm thinking it's something about trusting in, in signs you know like um, I've been using that think up app quite a bit lately where you record your own affirmations mm. and uh, it cycles through them I'm really liking it That's cool. and um, one of the ones, that I found was about signs. I'm trying to look at it right now. Here we go. So here's one that that uh, I found, one of theirs that they had already done. And it said, today is filled with opportunity. Everywhere I look, I see it. And I trust my intuition to follow where it leads. Um, so I like that idea of everywhere I look, I see it. And one of the other things, I think we've talked about this in the past, was something about signs, you know, mm-hmm. like trusting in signs. So um, what if we what if we did something about that? Like uh, our affirmation was something about, you know, I tr- like I trust that there are signs in my life showing me, you know. Yeah. Or like I, I trust that I am guided to the next right action. Oh my God. Good. You're good. Yes. <laughs> wow. I'm so glad I, just I, blurt, <laughs> I just have to blurt out a bunch of words at you and then you bust out with that. Oh my God. You're really because earning your yeah. affirmation maiden title today. Damn. Um, yes. You know, like when you think about the action for putting in, uh, you know, doing a paid advertisement or whatever, you know, it's asking for that sign of like, okay, if I should move forward, you know, on this, on this paid advertisement, you know, send me a sign of whatever, 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 you know, within a certain time frame. Yes. Um, yes. So I do that more on like, you know, longer term things of, you know, will I, 
you know, get married or will I have a family? Right. Cause I don't really have anything where I'm like, okay, should I do this thing or not? Just because my life is yeah. a little mundane right now. Um, you know, but yeah, using that as, as a tool and the universe will absolutely friggin' deliver. Um, and then it's okay. yeah, trusting that you're being guided. So I think when there's a hesitation of action, it is, um, there's no harm in, in asking and you might get the sign or you might not. And then that's your answer still that Listen, yes, supposed to. <clears throat> Have you seen any signs lately? I see a lot. I mean, I don't, um, the numbers I don't ask for, but I see numbers constantly in pairs and triple digits uh-huh. or sometimes quadruples. So I see that a lot. Um, and I always take a moment to pause and be like, okay, universe, like, thanks for being here with me. Um, I'm trying to think the last thing that I, oh, you know what I did ask, um, on for dating apps was like whether or not, so that's another thing, right? Is like, I want to date. I know it's a weird time anyway. A lot of people are doing online dating and I just have had my issues with it. And that's probably still my own stuff that I'm working through on that piece. Right. But I asked the universe, I said, you know, please send me the sign of a zebra within 24 hours if I should join a dating app and send me a sign of a giraffe in 24 hours if I should not join a dating app. And so I saw the giraffe and I am not you did? A date. Yeah. The universe, anytime I've asked for a sign, the universe has delivered. And what I started to do is ask for the opposite <laughs> so that I kind of felt confirmed and knew Right. So it was like zebra for yes, giraffe for no. And I saw the giraffe first and never saw. Do you always ask for zebras? I usually ask for for animals. I don't know why, but I usually ask for animals. And then it's like, I'll see them, you know, usually like on Instagram or social or like in conversation if somebody mentions the animal um, or like, you know, walking, you know, on the sidewalk and seeing someone, their shirt has a whale on it or whatever it is. Um, (sighs) Yeah, wow. so it's really it's really neat. Uh, but I tend to go for animals because numbers, I don't know, I feel like maybe that's too easy or I want something that's very yeah. clear to me. I, I need it to be very, very clear that I don't happen to just be looking at the clock at this time, even though anytime I'm guided to the clock at 3.33, I know that I'm looking at it at that moment. Um, but yeah. an, like animals to me are something that's a little out of kind of the norm of the signs that you normally see is what I ask for. So it feels clear to me that this is a huge revelation. I had no idea about this about you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm going to try it. Okay. And, um, and that's, that's all of our time today. Yeah. Uh, We did get a little bit away from action at the end, but it's still fun too. No. Oh my God. I I dug it. No, yeah. we, we were right on track. I love this. So, okay. I trust that I am guided to the next right action. Yes. Is that and right? Yes. I trust that I am guided to the next right action. And one more Beautiful. quick thing. So Gabby Bernstein, yeah. um, Gabby Bernstein is an author, has got a few books like Universe Has Your Back and a few others. And then I don't know if this is from her or from um, uh, A Return to Love through Marianne Williamson. Um, okay. But there's like, you can meditate on where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? And so kind of sitting on that, inviting, you know, God or higher power or the universe in to guide you with those questions. Those are some actions, right? Like, where would you have me go? So we're guided to go to Target and meet the man of our dreams. I don't know, right? Like, what would you have me do? Right. Right. What would you have me say? And to whom? So 
if we're feeling like we need to take action in some way, shape or form, we can ask for guidance and, and sit with that. And then we'll know instinctively, like where we need to go, who we need to talk to and what we need to say. Beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Oh I'm going to do it. Thank you. Keep me posted. Great advice. I, <laughs> I will definitely keep you posted. Thank you, Jill. Thank you. All right. Bishu. We're going to like have a regular conversation with microphones in our face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know it's here. Uh, no, just pretend like it's not even there. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> Do you feel like it changes the way we talk to each other when you put a mic in front of us? Mm, no, but a camera, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay, uh, today we're talking about action mm-hmm. on BYOB. So, um, how are you feeling about You've got a lot of action. Yeah. A lot of action. Mm-hmm. You're moving and you're working on your branding business. So... Let's talk about action. action. Yeah. um, When I was thinking about it in regards to business, um, I've noticed that a lot of clients that I've started working with on branding, there's, um, it's not rocket science. Like they know what they need to do. And branding is very like um, scary sometimes because you kind of just want some reassurance from someone that you trust that you're doing the right thing and maybe a little bit of hand-holding to get those action items done Um, because a lot of times my clients will be like yeah yeah, I know I need to do that but then they just need something like an accountability person to be like okay by this date we need to get this I do I need it redone everybody does um you know what also I was thinking as you said that are, are you are you have you been reading that improv wisdom book I started it, but then I started, whenever you mentioned Brene Brown and I hadn't read her in a while, uh-huh. um, I got sucked into that and I was just like, so oh, good. so good. So, so which one are you reading? one week? Yeah, we can um, do shame. I, I would like to do the, like the opposite of shame, whatever that is, and then we can talk about shame. But rock your bone up. I Googled no. the opposite of shame and I can't remember what came up, but it was like pride and I was like, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, which Brene Brown are you reading? The Dare Greatly. Daring Greatly. Yeah. I'm listening to that one. And um, it's just so damn good. I love her. She's so good. Um, okay, but anyway, that Improv Wisdom book, I've been reading every day in my stack of books. And um, I just got to a part toward the beginning where she talks about, uh, what was it? Oh, okay. We were talking about branding and people like being told what to do and knowing. She she talks about this the simplest answers she's like everybody like strains themselves trying to give like be creative and clever and fancy and she was like really like if you just look at it with fresh eyes just the very plainest easiest answer and so many times people would go like why didn't I think of that and that story brand Mm -hmm. the way we so we did Donald Miller isn't it Mm -hmm. story brand um that was so interesting to me too because it really is like the most obvious like you have to like distill it down to like these obvious things so these people you know it's so easy to get into the minutiae I Mm. guess where all these um I get overwhelmed and I'm preaching to myself here because I do it I get overwhelmed with the bigger ideas when it's just the simple ones that 
we need to take the time to focus on, right? Well, see, and that's the thing about both of those books is that it's like humans are very human and they just want to understand what you have to offer instantly and you don't have to try to do all these like cutesy things to make yourself different than your competition you just have to offer great service and great branding and typically the most simple thing is the thing that they will remember the easiest um i know that one of my friends right now is working really hard at constantly sending me names for his new business and i'm just like dude you're trying way too hard like that <laughs> just is like the say what you do thing ever <laughs> oh my god i want to know so bad <laughs> oh god i would embarrass him uh, but yeah it's kind of just like people maybe don't have um um, enough faith in the fact that they're good enough or something so they like try to wrap it up in this like crazy bow mm-hmm. but it's kind of just like just lean back on the fact that you are going to do a great job and don't try to like give it this big fancy name because I honestly do think think that whenever you like go too far with your your branding um, that sometimes that gives you this like pressure to like be MGM grand whenever you're just like this awesome simple motel room you know what I yeah, mean? yeah just keep it simple mm-hmm. and I mean that's hard for me because I'm extra a- AF but well you can still be extra you can do it mm-hmm. with sequins on or whatever yeah I am too <laughs> but I just I hate when they have too many words too can mm-hmm. we just like address that for a second oh yeah Oh, I hate too many words. I mean, that's there's like a list of things that I do whenever I first start helping people with their brands. Mm-hmm. And one of the top five is let's cut down on the amount of words that you have on your website. Why do people want so many words? Because they feel like in order to sell people, they have to tell this elaborate story. It, oh, like it makes them more... I mean, I guess it just... They're trying to build valid. trust. Yeah, but value. But the yes. thing is, is that nobody got time for that. No! Nobody has the attention span or the time. They want to be told in five seconds what you can offer them. Yes. And if they like the way that you look while you're doing it, then they're they're probably going to go your direction if you're there, you're in your tribe. Are there stats on... I'm sure there are, unlike probably a Malcolm Gladwell type thing or something on how fast someone decides like to take action with your brand or not. Five seconds. It was five in, seconds. It was in story brand. It was in story brand. Yeah. That's nuts. That's how, that's how caveman the back of our brains are. It's like <laughs> if they can't figure out what you do in five seconds and they can't know where to click and how to get it and you don't give them like the stepping stones, then you ain't getting it. Okay. So that's, definitely something people can take action on is distilling it down yeah do they know in five seconds yeah do they know in five seconds and there needs to be like he says those those stones across the river like step here buy here start there so for people to take action you just put clear steps Mm -hmm. boom yeah Mm -hmm. we recommend that story brand Mm -hmm. um okay cool let's talk um some brain action what do you, you know this kind of goes with our routine last week I feel like action flows really well from routine you know yeah so my biggest thing with action that I wanted to bring up is I'm an action oriented person and mm-hmm. um I and I know you are too and I know sometimes I'm a little bit like sometimes I act a little bit too fast um just because I don't like to stagnate because if I ever stop and think about it too much that's when 
doubt rolls in, that's when I question it or put too much makeup on looking in the mirror. If I give, <laughs> give me 10 extra minutes, I will keep putting makeup on. And that ain't always a good thing, right? No. So it's like I, I just move sometimes. <laughs> but um, I, I think that the, the biggest thing that I see is like people not taking action. Yeah. Everybody's just st- waiting still to see what what they should do or to rethink it. And it's kind of like, no, take that first few steps. Like that was in um, the book. Just take any step. No, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't even it doesn't even really matter what it is. Yeah, it, I have to remember the, the saying that was in that book. I've been reading too much lately that it's like pushing information. Uh-oh, out. that's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one other thing she says in that improv wisdom too, I, I'm liking that book is she just says, start anywhere. And yeah. that's one of the things from improv, I guess you can just walk in, in the middle of a scene and, you know, take it anywhere and you don't have to wait to do something mm-hmm. until the time is right or whatever it is. You want to look that up? No, I have it written down. Oh, your quote. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, inch by inch, it's a cinch yard by yard. It's too hard. <laughs> that's so good and it's like yes yeah, start with like the first few little little tiny bits that you can get done because then you gain momentum and then you gain like confidence in yourself that you can get it done and that's when you get like excited about it but if you think like oh I can't start until I'm perfect or I can't start until I know this or this is done it's kind of like you'll never get it done. it's the worst no you will not yeah you will not get it done mm-hmm. um I I like that quote what's that from um it's from that guy that I talked about last week, um, Limitless, mm-hmm. that book. It was so good. Oh, good. I still haven't listened to that. Yeah. I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess action items with your brand is kind of like, I know next week we want to talk about belief. Yes. And um, I have some notes on that. And it's kind of like what your belief is about your business is your core values and I feel like your actions should follow your core values and it's hard to act in the same way all the time to get people used to expecting certain things out of you if you don't have a clear idea of what those actions should be because you get too caught up in maybe like trends and like what people want yeah instead of like what you know that you can offer over and over and over again in a great way so I think that action is important in business but as long as it's always aligned with like who you truly are and what you truly offer. I love that. Yeah. I mean, and um, that's interesting to think of action as like something, a list that we can really look at. And I think that's a really good takeaway for today. Yeah. It's like a filter. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't like align with these things, then I shouldn't be doing it. I agree. But if it does, then I better be doing it this week or today. Huh. Take action. Maybe we should make a PDF of that for people. It's a good idea. Oh, I'm all about those. You know that. <laughs> you love a good PDF. So, all right. Well, you said you're reading too much. What else are you reading right now? Um, well, I'm listening to Brene Brown. I have your book by my bed. I ha- I just finished Limitless, and I'm just kind of enthralled in Brene Brown. Whenever she talks, my I just pay attention. Are you listening to her? Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. I like her voice. I do too. She reminds me of my sister. It's very firm. Uh-huh. It is. Well, and she's a Texas girl, too. Yeah. So. Oh. Well, um, uh, so what actions do you need to take in this next week? Let's let's put you on the line so you... Oh, my gosh. I still haven't done my newsletter. And, uh, Amy Edwards. I know. 
I know. Well, you know what? I'm taking it. I'm looking at the yards, not the inches. <laughs> really, it's true. I am. I'm letting myself get overwhelmed when if I just did anything, it would be better than nothing. Yeah, just break it up into chunks and start um, like scheduling those chunks. So tomorrow starts a little bit. Yeah. Well, actually, what I did today, I was, I'm was i so sick of seeing it on my to-do list, too. I put it on my to-do list every single day, and I don't get to it. I get tired at night, too, and I don't want to I don't want to keep working. Start it with it tomorrow. Well, I, I actually asked Sydney, to my daughter, to, to help me. I was like, maybe I need an assistant. And I was like, maybe she'll do it. She's creative. And I said, do you want the job? Here's what I want. And, and she said, yes. So uh, I'm going to send her all the components that I want in it and see what she comes Hell up with. Oh, yeah. So yeah. You're on a little mini so sweatshop here. <laughs> That's the idea. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, now I'm going to pay her. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just no. But I have other action items, you know, like I have um, my new, you know, business model that mm-hmm. I want to do. And so I, I am actually breaking that up into little chunks and researching like, okay, what do subscriptions look like and what are the services that I can look into and things like that. So um, I think I let myself get daunted pretty easily though in taking action on my own brand and my website and um and and once I dive in and do it it's never as hard as I make it out to be in my brain that's part of it well good news is there's two pieces of good news about that is okay that everybody has that problem yeah and the only people that succeed are the ones that get past that problem mm-hmm. so you're right you're gonna be a success <laughs> <laughs> Good. Thank you. Thank you for the advice. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I know. Um, and, and you know, that I think that's partly, too, why I really am drawn to things like the story brand, where it just is super simple, because Roadmap. Uh, I prefer simple. Mm-hmm. I'm just myself. Does. I'm too busy. But you don't want to know why? Why? Because um, our brains use energy to think. And we don't want to use more energy than we need to because we naturally like, want to conserve oh, yeah. all our energy. Yeah. yeah so then sense. we're like, okay, how do I get to my food and to my sleep and my shelter really fast? <laughs> and if you take too long to explain it to me, my brain would be like, oh, this is way too much energy that you're taking. I got to go over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> that makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all, all the information got. I have in my head. You're like, I didn't hold on to any other information. I was busy conserving it. That's yeah. it's plenty. <laughs> Wrote down my quote. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's all you can expect out of me today, Amy. I know. Are you good at taking your own advice on branding? Um, I have been lately. Just because, really? yeah, and I do think it's because um, the world around me slowed down and forced me to slow down, mm-hmm. um, and the. The amount of uh, writing my own information down and seeing it on paper made it so much easier for me to uh, remember to do it myself. Okay. Um, in, in that e-course that I was working on. Yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of like amazing that it kind of I stumbled upon this. I know that that's a thing to write out your your thoughts to help you work through them. Yeah. But it's kind of like these simple truths that we all know that are in our minds, but when we actually write them down, it makes a big difference. So yeah, now that I've had a little bit of time and room to do it, and I've seen it down on paper, it's been easier for me. So I'm probably going to replicate that out. I like that. I need to, too. Yeah, let's make a PDF. 
it'll help me yeah <laughs> um for me so yeah. all right well that's all we got um anything else to add before we go that was awesome <laughs> that was some solid advice right there thank you very much bijou finney and remember everybody you can find her at story x style story by style on instagram or at velvetcartel.com or you have a new website coming yeah, so say um, I'm going to make you keep me accountable. Mm-hmm. Is this when this is coming out? Sunday. No, let's do it next time. All right. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> believe. We'll believe next week. All right, thank you. Okay, there's a resource roundup of what we covered on my blog at amyedwards.com slash blog. Go there for links to everything that we mentioned in the episode, including the download. And there's also a link to that post in the episode description, wherever you're listening. Thank you so much to our contributors today. Thank you to Jill. You can find her at underscore Jill Margaret or at stickwithit.co on Instagram or online. And thank you to Bijou Finney with BYOB. You can find Bijou at Story by Style, Story X Style on Instagram. And thank you so much to our guest today, Martha Pinkoffs of Waking Giants. You can find them online at wakinggiants.me or at For the Good Fight on Instagram. And remember what Martha said. Sometimes action, especially in these times, can be finding voices to be led by. Sometimes educating myself is the action I take because slowing down and reading a book and nourishing my understanding of everyone who has come before and led before and all that they've sacrificed and the trails they've blazed matters. We stand on the shoulders of others so we can just do something. The trouble in your heart is showing you where your work is and where you line up. So whatever you're moved by, there are groups devoted to that specific thing and they would welcome you. And Martha adds, find your people Listen to your heart and then listen to your pain and go find your people and start because doing something feels infinitely better than feeling terrible about a thing and just letting that sit. (laughs) And that is applicable whether we are talking about activism, whether we are talking about your family, yourself, your business, whatever it is. Doing something feels infinitely better. So start anywhere. I did with this today. (laughs) And before we go, I'm going to touch one last thing on surrender and routine. You know, we've been talking about those the last few weeks. Surrender doesn't mean discontinuing action. It means letting go of this illusion of control and making the space, relaxing a bit, letting go a bit, and trusting as we continue acting in ways that align with our values and our value. And we can honor our value in our light and that of others, like I said earlier, through the actions that we take. We're not about surrendering to the world as it is, but rather surrendering to what we are being shown. And that can mean action. All right, this has been Rock Your Life with Amy Edwards. Thank you so much for being here. Share it with a friend, rate, review, subscribe, all those kind of good things. They really, really do matter. Find me on Instagram too, at Real Amy Edwards. Shoot me a line, let me know what you think too. You can reach me at amy at amyedwards.com. Thanks again. This has been Rock Your Life with Amy Edwards. Peace and love and health to you. Till next time. Bye.